Um, well, Nigel, let, let's just do a bit of, um, of team news. You were sort of waiting to see how much James had gone. And how's he looking for tomorrow night? Well, he's trained with us this morning, so we'll see again whether uh, there is any reaction. But of course, he's not done a lot now since uh, last week. So, yeah, I mean, it, hopefully he'll be in the squad for tomorrow. And in terms of looking at the rest of the squad, you know, you've you got more youngsters on the bench. You've got some like Andy King's done an amazing job for a couple mm -hmm. of games. Do you have to sort of think, OK, how many in a row can he go? There's an element of that. But as long as we've got some sort of a balance on the bench, I, I'll be... Um, relatively happy just to to make sure that we um get the best combination on the day it's 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 uh you know it's always quite a big ask when you're asking senior players to play game after game but i, I think kingy's proved over the last uh, couple of games in particular that that his game knowledge is something which is um of great value as well as He's, in, you know, he's a lot fitter this year than he was last year. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, we'll, we'll just see how we are tomorrow. Yeah. And I suppose the, the international break coming relatively soon gives mm. you that opportunity to, to rest bodies if, if you need to. Well, it, I think, yeah, I mean, I'm not really looking any further than the, the next two games at the minute. But, of course, it, it comes at a, a decent time for us because hopefully the likes of Tommy Conway and... and uh, and Cal Naismith will be available um, on our return. So that, it, it, you know, the World Cup helped us in, in that regard. And uh, this is just a, a normal international break, but hopefully it, it gives us that added opportunity to get players back. And I thought it was only a small cameo from, from Omar at the weekend, but mm -hmm. you can kind of tell a little bit from the way that they come on and adapt to it and it, it looked like he was playing as he would if he was playing in a 21s match. Yeah, I mean, look, he's he's adapted very well to the, the training programme and, and the expectations um, in that sort of an environment. And, and of course, he's had uh, one or two little opportunities which are, have been, I think, a taste for him. Um, but it's never easy. I mean, we, we, we see it all the time uh, with players and when they make a, a, a progression to the first team squad, sometimes it's difficult for them to step back into their own age groups and, and perform well. Um, you know, you've got to factor in all these things all the time with players' development because no two players are, are exactly the same. So it's, uh, we're, we're really pleased with Omar and how he's um, been able to, to play his part but we're also very conscious of the fact that we don't want to damage players too. And in terms of getting the, the couple of goals at the weekend after what had been a difficult time in front of goal, just that confidence, when I think Andy was, was the obvious one, but even with Alex and some of the other strikers, you just hope that takes a little bit of the pressure off this midweek and, and going forward. I think it just shows that we had you know got belief in ourselves to do it. it it's... It always interests me how people equate what the scoreline is to the performance, and actually it doesn't always um, tally up. You know, we've played uh, we've played some good football at times and not got the rewards. And of course, you get the opposite end of that. Sometimes you can do very well in games result-wise, and and the performance hasn't been brilliant. We we trusted ourselves, and the players have trusted each other and themselves to just continue to play. Um, the way that uh, we feel is right for us. And, and sometimes you have to give opponents some 
credit for them stopping you to to be able to play the way that you want to play. So you've got to find different solutions. And on that, actually, thinking back to probably since Boxing Day, which would have been a frustrating, certainly the second half of the, the game against West Brom. But since then, there have been periods in matches I'm sure you would like better. But the, the level of consistency has, has probably been the best since you've been here. Would you say that? Yeah, probably. Um, yeah. Uh, but, uh, but we are shaping the squad now. I mean, that's, I think that's another telling factor is that, that um, we're finally getting to a point now where you know, we don't really have um, passengers in the squad, where um, all the players that we have can play the way that we're trying to play now. And that's, that makes a big difference too. So, look, it, it, it's something which has been, you know, we're, we're not at the end of the season yet, so we've got to finish the season strongly. It's no good just talking about, all right, we've had a good spell of uh, a couple of months. We need to now um, see how far we can push ourselves for the rest of the season. A lot will depend very much on, on keeping players available because clearly the smaller the squad that you work with, the more susceptible you are to um, not having the the ability to to change like for like or to change similar types of players. And and so we we continue to work very hard at at uh, minimalising the injuries that that come our way. Um, and like I've said in previous uh, interviews, we've we've unfortunately picked them up in in games and in contacts rather than them be soft tissue. So we, you know, we're, we're making progress there too. Uh, and, you know, that hopefully as the ground <laughs> says that after another wet week gets, uh, the grounds get firmer again, hopefully that will, that will uh, help us to, you know, the firmer the pitches get, the more um, teams with pace can, can, uh, perform at a better level. And you talk about the way that the squad has evolved during your time here, and, and it undoubtedly has. How how much more evolution do you think you've got to go before you can can look to extend this kind of run across half a season, a whole season, and, and really have a go at where you want to be? It's a difficult question to answer. I would say that obviously we, we, we've made progress, but it depends again whether uh, how we can um, continue to shape the the squad this summer and hopefully that will be um, uh, another positive window for us. Um, so the emphasis won't be so much on, on the goings out. Uh, for once it will be more about uh, about whether we can add the right types. So that's, that's going to be a big um, influence but also the continued development of the players that we have. And uh, I think it's been a very positive season in that regard alone, um, that we've had a number of players who have either broken into the first team or who have uh, established themselves as, as you know, decent championship performers. But you know, those players, again, need to push on and make sure that they are more dominant again next season. That's, the, that's always the, the, the aim, is to try and get... Uh, continual progressions, and in terms of an opposition this uh, this Wednesday, Luton mm. for the last couple of seasons really yeah. have have really punched above their weight and, and done a, a fantastic job in the championship. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
yeah, they've got a, um, yeah, a, a decent side, having another really good season, and uh, and so they've they've been able to uh, adapt to change pretty well, and uh, it'll be another tough game for us. But you know, the the, the games that we've had against them uh, recently, so the the away game last year was a game that we that we unfortunately conceded two goals that um, were. Yeah, they, they were the types of goals that we conceded quite a few of last year. Um, but we played really well on the night. So, uh, again, it, it's it's going to be about what we do ourselves. It's going to be about whether we can find that creative edge to our game and whether we can, yeah, um, defend their strengths. And they, they remain a very... Uh, uh, they, they can be direct when they want to be. They have a lot of width from their wing-backs, so yeah, they're, they're a side that who at home are a, a difficult side to play against, but I think our players are looking forward to it. Okay, cheers. Well, just to pick up, uh, pick up on what you said about Matty James, yeah. is he in a position to start on Wednesday or do you have to make a late call on him? Because I'm sure this will be a game that he's okay, so suited for. He's trained today and we'll make a decision as to whether he's uh, involved tomorrow. So we'll see whether there's any reaction and, and see, you know, I, I don't pick players without talking to them. Uh, you know, if they've, uh, if they've picked up an injury and, and, you know, it's important that we go into this game with, with confidence that whoever starts is feeling okay and feeling confident themselves. I don't want, I don't want to go into a game with players who are uh, having doubts themselves about, um, their durability or their ability to, to be competitive during the game. There was a, a bit of talk pre-Blackpool about breaking down teams who sit with a low block and low possession. So Luton are another team who have low possession um, statistics. Do you think that, and one of the best defensive records, do you think that will be one of the key challenges to approaching this game? Well, that depends on whether we have a lot of possession. So statistics can sometimes paint strange pictures. Don't worry about that. Um, the if we have a lot of the ball, then it's really important that we are able to to as we did at the weekend, move the ball quickly and have lots of options. So you know the the creativity side of it comes from uh, what you do with possession. It's not just about having possession. You know, I mean, some possession-based teams. Um, have so many passes and go nowhere. I don't think we're particularly like that. I think we, we, we try and we try and uh, progress up the pitch. Uh, but I do also think because of how they play, we will have opportunities on the counter-attack too. So again, it, it, there'll be a mixture in this game, I'm sure. Um, our recent um, games against them last season and this season have all been uh, they've been good games they've been tough games as well um, so I don't expect it to be any different this time around and look they're doing fantastically well in the league um, but it would be a great game for us to win I guess Carlton Morris is the one player that have got a real threat in attack and for camping it's going to be a bit of a sterner test for him in relation to no disrespect to Huddersfield or, or Blackpool but how impressive have you been with his performances at centre-back and we kind of seeing how good an all-rounded player he Who? is Camp, Camp. 
Yeah, I spoke about this in the, in, in the last um, press conference. He's, he's had a really solid season for us. And uh, I think he's enjoying his football a lot more now. Um, but of course, it, it's just always about being... You can only be at your best as an individual if you if you're playing within a team which has got a um, uh, has a has a not a clear identity. That's a bit naff, but it, that does help. But he's got a good relationship with the players. He plays alongside. Um, I, I think Max has had a, a really good season too. So uh, playing. Playing in front as a centre back, when you play in front of a, a goalkeeper who um, is as positive as Max is, then it again it's, it it helps with decision making, and I think that's very very important. Um, we're going to have we'll have a setback still, I know that, but I think we're better placed now to deal with difficulties than we have been in the past because, like I say, our, if you look at somebody like Pringy, who's this is his second full season um, in the championship, uh, and and he's made he's made good strides. But like I said before, there's still areas that he'll get better at. But he'll get better at them because he's capable of making those um, further progressions, and that's a really positive thing for us and for him. Just on Alex Scott, after this game, that disciplinary record, so to speak, the 10, 10 yellow cards will be reset. Yeah, but he's got to get past it first. He's got to get past I, it. And look, I'm, 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 I don't really want to say anything about it. I, I don't want him to, uh, to affect how he plays. Um, if he starts, and he probably will, then it's just important he plays very much like himself again. So um, if we miss him, we miss him. I, I, I'm not going to uh, get bogged down with that sort of thinking because uh, you can come and stop if that happens. But do you think that part of his game has gone under the radar a little bit in, in, in the fact that he's remained what, so aggressive? Well, aggressive in the fact that he's now, what, I think it's seven games that he's he's been without booking when he's had that. Given the given the injuries <coughs> to the midfield as well and how important he's been for, um, for the selection. Yeah, I mean, he's he, he always tries to manage himself as well as possible. I think some of the some of the earlier bookings that he had in the season were... Yeah, I mean, there's no point going over old ground, but some of them were um, very debatable. Um, he's got this far. Let's hope he goes one more game um, because he's been a very consistent performer for us, and he's a he's a he's a great player. So hopefully we can we can keep him available. But if if we do lose him for a couple of games, we lose him for a couple of games. About his. Um, Future in, uh, in on Saturday after the game, mm. and I mean the, the closer we get to the summer, the more transfer speculation is gonna is gonna surface around his his future. The fact that driven by you, of course, driven yeah. by well, driven by driven by us, I guess in a, in a way. But the fact that so many clubs are reportedly interested, mm. does that give City a position of strength in the fact that? they can kind of play hardball and negotiate with his transfer value? Hardball? We'll, we'll, it's important, look, with any players that we have, if we lose any of our players at any point, and, and it goes for anybody, is that we get what we feel is the right valuation for us. Um, hardball 
Um, again, I don't, I don't see it like that. The decisions will be made uh, at a higher level than mine, and and uh, we will do collectively as a club. We'll make decisions that we feel are best for us as a club. Um, but uh, as I pointed out before, I mean, the, in the press conference after the game at the weekend, you know, the, the question that was posed to me about about one club being prepared to put a bid in, I've got no interest in that, to be honest with you. Until, until somebody within our football club comes to me and says, we've had a bid and we've accepted it, I, really, I'm, it's not something I'm particularly... Um, not interested in, but I, I, I don't, I don't even think about stuff like that. It's, it's background noise that's always going to be there, and I would rather have background noise, which is uh, because our players are good, <laughs> than because we're not doing very well. So, uh, again, it's just my way of looking at it. You'll, you'll continue to ask me the questions every week, I'm sure, and uh, I'll try and vary my answers to. Make it make it less boring for you. You, you did say on on Saturday afterwards that when you saw him in this first training session that you you knew he could go on and play for England. Just wondering if you had another thought process about a player like that in in the past, or is Scott unique in that in that way? Oh, oh memory's not very good. Uh, listen, you you know when you see either whether you play with them or when you work with players. I have worked with. I've been very lucky to have played and worked with uh, very talented players, and 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 I don't think it's um, it's something that I think you just have a, a there's a recognition that goes with seeing people with um, abilities which stand out above uh, the average, and being an average player at a good level and championship is a good good level. Is still something which you know is is uh, players who can play at this level are good footballers. Um, what I what I think is one of the best talents that you can ever have or qualities you can have is knowing what you are and maximising the ability that you have. The more ability that you have, sometimes it uh, becomes harder. I think to to be able to maximise that, but it. it it's about self-awareness and all sorts of stuff like that. Alex Scott certainly has a, a fantastic understanding of who and what he is. Um, so let's not put any further pressure on him at the moment. We know he's a good player. We've got some other really talented young players within our squad. And as I keep pointing out, our senior players will continue to play a very important role in their development. Just on that, with Omar Taylor Park, what type of midfielder is he? Is he a number 10 or is he a number 8 or is he versatile? Why do you need those? to pigeonhole everybody? <laughs> He'll play where he's put, basically, and he can do, you know, if we want to press high up the pitch, he could very easily play as either one or a two pressing higher up there. Um, his game is about energy and and so it's important to allow those players to, to you know, I, I don't really want to pigeonhole him. He's, he's capable of playing within our midfield at the moment in the roles that we have there for them. And uh, so it's, 
Um, I think it's more important that he were considering him to be somebody who could um, go on as a sub for our first team or possibly start as well. So outside of that, let's leave it there for the time being. But he's certainly got, as you saw when he went on against Swansea, he can put his foot through people too. Um, and in the short cameo that he had at the weekend, he played some decent passes. So, you know, he's a, he's, he's a capable young man and um, we'll have to see how he continues to develop once he plays in the side. Just finally from me, how would you see Jada Silva's position in the, in the team going forward? Obviously, out of contract in the summer. Yeah, well, that that's... OK, so let's not look any further than... He's playing in the side at the minute. I think he's playing very well. And um, there is, at the moment, there is no uh, definite outcome at the moment. But I, I've always liked Jay. I think he's a really good footballer. And we'll see where it goes. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Hi, Nigel. Um, just again on Scott, we obviously saw him play a bit deeper um, against uh, Blackpool. Um, I just wondered from your opinion, I know he said uh, to us in the past, he sees himself as an eight or a 10. I just wondered from you seeing him every day, I don't, I'm not trying to pigeonhole him. Um, but well, you are, because you're asking the, the similar sort of question. Okay, well, I just wondered what you, position you think he would be best in going forward. Look, he'll play where we need him to play. So where somebody else sees him in the future, if and when he leaves here, is, is another story. He's 19 and he's played two full championship seasons for us and he's made really good progress but you know why why uh, stop his um, development there he could go on and, and play in a number of different roles which as he gets older suits him better so I think what I will say is he's got the ability and the game understanding to play in most positions and um and I think he enjoys playing in the 10 position. Um, he certainly enjoyed playing there for us more since we've had more possession. It's quite a difficult um, position to play in when you like to have the ball at your feet and, uh, and you play in counter-attacking football. So clearly if you're a passing side or a possession-based side, um, having having uh, more of the ball means that you can trust your teammates more to find you rather than uh, always be running at top speed to try and get into the box. So th th there's, lo there's loads of nuances to, to how playing in a number that everybody likes to mention these days, eights, tens, sixes, doesn't matter. It depends how the team that you play for plays. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously, uh, Luton, Harry Cornick coming potentially coming up against his old side. Mm -hmm. I just wondered, does that help in any way? Having a player that used to play for an opposition, play for there for six years, do you ask him about any any tactics they might use? No, no, not really. Unless he wants to tell me any. He had, had the opportunity to talk this morning, and he's no, he's a he's a look. He's one of our players who is looking to make his first start, um, and he'll be hoping it's tomorrow. But we'll wait and see. And uh, but um, look, he, if either he or Cal have got any um, ideas, we're always very 
happy to listen to what our players think, of course, but uh, I think it's enough for Harry to prepare for the game just for himself at the moment. Yeah. And I know we, we've spoken about campering quite a lot recently. He's obviously filled in really well at centre-back. Mm. Uh, I know you mentioned Max earlier, how, how positive that's been. Mm. I just wondered how big a role you think Zach's played in helping Pringy to kind of transition. Yeah, the, um, it, it helps when you play along somebody that uh, I suppose you get on with and trust. And Zach's, Zach's been a real positive for us this season. His, um, his own development's been very, very impressive this year um, to you know to have his future in doubt here and to basically be a, an ever-present and one of the best performers all season fair credit to the lad uh, he's improved parts of his game as well this year which I think are, uh, have been very important for him um, yeah he's had a good season so I would imagine uh, for, for Cam it's, it's, it's good to play alongside him yeah, and uh, I know we mentioned Jay as well, and Andy can obviously come back in. Yeah, um, like you said recently, um, about players can grow really frustrated when they haven't been in the side. Mm -hmm. It must be really pleasing to kind of see players use that frustration positively and really kind of take their chances. Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, but look, it happens to every player at some point during the career that they are uh, they have to deal with the disappointment of, of either not being the preferred choice or or whatever you want to whichever way you want to frame that sort of a, uh, a point. It, they have to deal with it. And and um, at least with our squad, we have a group that they are all pretty close because we don't have a big squad. So they better be ready. And that's their responsibility. Their responsibility is to be ready for the team uh, so that they give themselves a, the best chance of playing well themselves. Because um, there's nothing worse that when you've been bitching about not playing, then you get your chance, and then you don't play well. That's that's what you don't want. Yeah. And uh, Kane Wilson obviously had some minutes for the uh, yeah. 21s. I know it's obviously going to take a while for him to build up that senior match fitness. Yeah. I just wondered how his progression is coming along. Yeah, a uh, bit too slow for his liking and for ours. But the only way to 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 get past that is to keep working hard. So he'll get there in the end. And I know you mentioned, obviously, the international break. You're fully focused on these two games coming up. But I just yeah. wondered how that looks for you with the, with the players that aren't selected. Do they have any time off? Will they be in here training? Not really looked at it yet, but we will do this week. OK. Cheers. Cheers.